0: I am the straw that stirs
1: the drink. Plastic and difficult to trash. The only thing I love more than pop culture is popping off. <laughs> oh my god. Thanks. You guys, it's Andy's Girls. <laughs> that
0: was real good. Oh, thank you. Um, guys, I am so excited to be joined once again by the phenomenal, amazing comedian, writer. Creator of the viral blog Keeping Up With The Continuity Errors, the person, in uh, former Watch What Happens Live Stapper, the person who influenced me to actually watch The Kardashians yes. because of her work. Guys, I'm so excited Mariah Smith is back.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank it's always you. a treat.
0: Uh, thank you for coming back and sitting on the People's People's Couch. Of
1: course. I truly love it. It's an honor.
0: <laughs> um, so, listen. We have so much to get into Mm -hmm. the Jersey trailer, which we'll talk about a little bit, but I think I'm going to get a little heavier into that next week with the reunion cycle. Um, Beverly Hills, things are happening. New York, the taglines just got released and they're insane. Um, Talking about the Beverly Hills taglines. So much to discuss. So first off, what are your current thoughts on
1: the Real Housewives landscape? Like which shows are you currently obsessed with? Currently, I would say I basically my big three um, Beverly Hills, Atlanta, mm-hmm. and uh, New York. Like, those are, I think, truly no matter how slow Beverly Hills can get, I'm always in it. Like, I am completely obsessed. But of course, I do think Vanderpump rules reign supreme for me. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Vanderpump rules this past week. Was tough stuff, rough, tough
1: stuff. James's mother is, yeah. I, I've never seen anything like it, never. And like James, truly, for there are two things that I never thought would happen this season: someone to give me a reason to defend Katie, and that was Billy Lee, yeah, and someone to give me a reason to truly defend James, and that was his mother.
0: And yeah, and that defense for me didn't happen until this most this recent e- yeah, episode. Yeah. I looked at James's mother and I was like, "Is this jean Ralphio all grown up from Parks and Rec?" Yes, like yes, yes. Um, I'm like, "So I need your love, money, entertainment, and things that don't
1: connect." She's like, "You had your first steps in Tiffany's. What does that have to do with being a good mother?" She nothing.
0: She equates money and luxury. Yeah, with proper parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also why it doesn't make sense that she says, you know, you went to a fifty pound or whatever the fuck currency they yeah. currently have. Um euro, whatever the hell, um, boarding school, you you I got you close from this and this. But then she's also upset that he's asking her where the money that he's giving her is going. Honestly, so you can't Honestly. have it you can't have it both ways. It, both it ways. was crazy to me.
1: And I'm like, if you had saved that money you spent to send him off to boarding school or spend so much time in Tiffany's, your son learned to walk there and actually either invested it or used it to further your life instead of however frivolously she spent it, you wouldn't be in the situation where your son is giving you $200 four times a week.
0: Also, she showed up to his apartment with like a Louis Vuitton bag. Fucking hawk that shit. Put that on eBay. That'll get you. Listen, Louis Vuitton, it's like any kind of like... Luxury car. The second you you know buy that thing and take it out of the showroom, it loses, it loses at least ha- yeah half it, the value. Right. Yeah. But she could still sell that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. also,
1: why is he giving her two hundred dollars every three days? Where That's is that so money weird. going? It's That's so, so weird. weird. I'm like, I don't get it. That's also like the wage for a PA. So maybe maybe she's helping on the show somehow. But also, this woman. Everything about her was bizarre from that to also her drinking that rosé out of a tumbler, a tall tumbler that looked like a glass of juice.
0: Wait, was she drinking rosé?
1: There's no other drink I've seen that's that color. But she's a recovering alcoholic
0: who said she was like nine months sober. Mm. Uh Uh-oh, James's mom. Mm.
1: Because also, James had Rosé out before she came.
0: Yeah, I don't love that he has a bottle of Brad and Angelina's sparkling ro- yeah. Chateau Miraval mm-hmm. on his bar cart. Why do you have a bar cart? Like, like, honestly. Because
1: well, Raquel I, is there. Yeah, and she... I God bless her. I don't think she has the understanding to know that when someone like James is so trying to get sober, you should probably eliminate all alcohol from the house.
0: But I don't think he's trying to get sober. I think he's trying not to drink because he still exhibits personality traits of someone who's not in recovery. Yeah. You know, like this week was the first time where I was listening to him and the way he was communicating with his mom where I was like okay he's genuinely trying to set genuine real Uh boundaries which Uh isn't something that I've seen in him before and it's not only financial it's the fact that his mother is manipulating her children against their father and it has nothing I mean he probably has seen too much saw too much as a child Yeah, yeah it's it is I mean I feel like the theme of this episode or at least a large portion of it is is about like boundaries, mm-hmm. whether or not they're set between these people that we mm-hmm. love to watch on TV and their own physical safety and health and right. mental health. Right, right. Because I feel like so much has happened in the last day
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that
0: it's something that I sort start to think about. Like James seems like a guy who's right on the brink of breaking down.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And he doesn't have the support he needs. Right. And I I don't think that he's. I truly think the best support system he has is Lisa. Um, Because if you go back to like a few episodes ago when his mom told Lisa that she was his mother figure and Lisa's like, no, you're his mother figure. But I think that James's mom and a lot of the the adults in his life as he grew up really are appear to be immature or not Mm -hmm. like critical thinkers and weren't necessarily thinking about the the holistic well-being of their children um so i think that now with james because he was raised in that type of household um his issues with alcohol and or drugs i don't know but that compounded with his issues with work and being on television and all Mm -hmm. these things and like he's severed so many ties because of things he said out of either insecurity or being drunk that the the Foundation for him is pretty cracked. And Raquel, uh, she's not going to really do much. That degree and whatever she has is not going to do much. Um, And so he, he, it's like, where does he turn?
0: And also, he gets rewarded for acting Mm -hmm. out. He is on a very specific kind of reality show. I mean, Kristen is a cast member. Like, people get rewarded with attention, money, and celebrity on these shows. But, like, when is it too much. I, I have yeah. felt at times that it's been uncomfortable watching James because he seems like someone with very serious mm-hmm. anger issues, mm-hmm. you know, alcohol abuse, which is like a symptom of something mm-hmm. else. And then he goes and promotes the show and he went on like Watch What Happens, I want to say a, a week, in the last like week or whatever, mm-hmm. whenever they did like the pre-tape thing while yeah. Andy was on paternity um, before baby Ben arrived. Mazel! Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he was on Watch What Happens and Andy was like, so you're not on the wagon today or whatever because he was drinking like a cocktail or whatever. Mm-hmm. And James sort of like blushed and was like, well, because... How much of this is for TV yeah. versus yeah. his and real I life? And I also think
1: that James doesn't consider himself an alcoholic. I think yeah. he considers himself a bad drinker. And that sometimes when he has too much, he spirals out of control. But obviously, there's that line isn't really that fine. you know. Like There's something he, more behind he it. He is
0: also his mother's son and is yeah. like, I wouldn't respond. People need to stop triggering me mm-hmm. so that I can stop being a violent person in return and it's like cool but you're not actually taking responsibility for the fact that you are the person who's the aggressor I mean it's like I don't know I felt for him his mom is such a beast I just it's not great because you know cameras go down but Mm -hmm. this is still his parent Mm -hmm, and I'm guessing mm -hmm. his dad isn't any better and the fact that his brother is gonna be like a busser, a busser. or whatever now yeah. to help support the family yeah. why is mom not working why are these children like well because genuine seen children James's dad on support? the show
1: as like uh he's trying to be a playboy and trying to be like James so it's yeah. basically he's regressing but also to the point like remember last season and maybe the season before we didn't see as much of Kristen because she had sort of matured and wasn't yeah acting with out as much yeah, yeah, yeah. so like but this season now I feel like she realized oh me not being crazy Kristen could cost me A you position. know like yeah it's like she didn't have as much screen time which is what they signed up for and what she wants so yeah. I think that even what we're seeing with this uh wine country trip that we'll see more of this week she's trying to maintain her <laughs> spot as like know. yes I'm acting out I'm being crazy Kristen blah, blah, blah that is part of the part of the hustle
0: I also think that Kristen, like, when the cameras go down, seems bananas. Like, I do yeah, think... Yeah. Like, they did that... this The trip that Stassi was referencing to, like, Amsterdam or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck, like, to places in Europe. The fact that she really genuinely had a meltdown and left early instead of going to fucking Paris. And that wasn't even shot for the show. That was just them. Real life. Real taking life. Taking a real life vacation
1: is bananas. I have never heard, like... I... My so my family calls me crying machine because basically anytime I leave my like parents or sisters, Aww. I always cry if I'm like leaving a holiday or when I went to college, all that stuff. And I like just get emotional. But then I'm like, OK, fine, whatever. Yeah. But even for someone like me, I've never had that a uh, thing where I'm like, I can't travel too far from home because of whatever. It's just so fascinating because even like Kylie Jenner hates leaving Calabasas. Like there are certain people. Who, she does. Yeah. She doesn't like leaving. She truly loves being at home in Calabasas, where she's like safe. Yeah, yeah. and even when they do the like their family vacations, she's always vocal, being like, "I'd rather not be here." Essentially, so it's very like that's a. I really want to get to the bottom of all that. Like that's a very real thing, but I wonder what causes that. It's also not like Kristen is still living in Michigan. It's that she did move halfway across the country, so.
0: Right. I feel like Kristen's more like temper tantrum related. Yeah. yeah. And maybe Kylie is just like, I have literally lived my entire life since I was a tween, mm-hmm. essentially, or an mm-hmm. adolescent or whatever under this Being microscope. Yeah. So maybe she's just trying to react against <sighs> it.
1: Lord. Is Kylie still worth a billion dollars, BT I think she's almost worth a billion dollars. Like she's a near billionaire, but she probably is a billionaire because I think Kylie Cosmetics is worth 900 million. But that's not her only income, so I'm sure that some thing has popped off. And Ugh. she's like the sole owner, so.
0: um, Her first birthday party for oh, Stormy,
1: God. where uh, you enter
0: an inflatable Stormy head into Storm That Storm's was one of the
1: that was biggest mistakes I've ever seen in my life. Like, <laughs> that's something that truly should not have happened. And I think even when Mindy Weiss saw that, drawing that kylie did their event planner yeah yeah she should have said okay well let's not do this but then if you do end up doing that making that drawing come to life when you see it actually executed and it looks like it did you take it down like that's something that i i will go to my grave (sighs) claiming that that was one of the biggest mistakes of modern history it was so scary it was unsettling truly unsettling and then the game where stormy's mouth was open and people threw balls in it i'm like what is happening i also
0: think it's so amazing like we're talking about people having bad behavior to you know keep this role in a reality show yeah and for the kardashians they have always been thought of as like big spenders super yeah. lavish people and i wonder at a certain point if that just becomes a trap if every mm-hmm. day you're like planning this huge soiree i mean sometimes the housewives try to do it but it's like yes, we, no, know, as, we know we yeah. know this isn't um, beverly hills gets the closest because right. i feel right. like those women do love living the luxe life mm-hmm. but for the kardashians i'm like this has to be exhausting at a certain point that every single event you have or baby shower it's is like a hundred thousand dollars in flowers yes, or whatever yes. like i don't actually know And how literally it is. like flower my...
1: sculptures and like right. filled with balloons i think that they rely heavily on their florist and the designers yeah they'll tell them what they want and we'll have maybe a couple of meetings and then it's brought to life they're like my vision my vision this is what i envisioned and All of them now have a similar, this Stormy's birthday party was uh, the biggest departure from things they've done. Agreed. But a lot of them have a very similar aesthetic. Um, Yeah. They love like a a, a minimal color scheme. They love the flowers, balloons. Now they're into the neon signs. Um, So I think that cuts down on some of the stress, but I cannot imagine them having like a birthday party like i did back in the day where you go to chuck e cheese or something and and you have a pizza you have a pizza party everyone sits at a long table and then you go out and play like i cannot even imagine the
0: expectations are so heightened for them but i just Mm -hmm. feel like at what point i mean i'm sure they do that i would hope that they do this in their own time even though they're constantly insta storing and stuff like Mm -hmm. that they like just chill
1: like they just i would hang out and also where do you go from here like stormy will never remember this party are you gonna do that for every single birthday that's a lot and if she has more kids she's gonna have to do the same thing so it's like this kid had that might as well give it to this kid it's so it's so bizarre and i even like how i used to hate on it but Kim and Courtney they celebrate their kids' birthdays together, which is super cute, which I love. Even and like their it's birthdays Penelope, are like about a is month it apart. It's Penelope and, and North, North. Right. and then also Saint and Rain celebrate their birthdays together. Oh, adorable! They're a couple of weeks apart as well. So I'm like, that is it. Saves time, saves money. It's wonderful. So part of me was like, as these three younger girls get older, they should all have their birthday party in March, in between all of their birthdays, and just call it a day.
0: Um. P. S. Did you see the Kenny G video of what Kanye did for Kim yesterday for Valentine's? Happy Valentine's (laughs) week, everybody. Did you survive it? I hope you did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like a Mm -hmm. national day of mourning for anyone in or out of a committed relationship. It's just just a mess. Talk
1: about expectations. Too much. It's the worst. I saw so many stressed out people carrying flowers and trying to find flowers yesterday that it was I, my anxiety went up. It was truly hard to watch.
0: Someone buzzed my apartment last night while I was home celebrating Valentine's Day by rewatching New York season 10. Love it. And. I was like, you know, sometimes people like in New York, you just like a delivery eye will just buzz every apartment. Yeah. So I heard them buzz my apartment and then an apartment next door. And I answered, I was like, hello, or do you like need something or whatever? Just saying hi. And nobody answered. And I was like, cool. And then I just went back to watching Ramona scream at Bethany or whatever. And my doorbell rang. And I was like, cool. And there's a certain point where your doorbell rings and you're not expecting it where I'm like, It's spooky, and also, is this the end? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because I have so much left to say. Yeah. So I, like, went over to my door and was like, this isn't in any way alarming. And I did the little thing where you, like, look in the little key. Uh Nobody was there. And then I... That. And so I like opened the door and there was a fucking gorgeous bouquet of flowers that's on my coffee table. F- and I was like, have I fucked someone recently? Like, did oh something happen God. on my insides that I didn't know about? Did, have I been oh swiping? Right. God. Like, who would have sent me flowers? Because it's essentially the Virgin Mary redux coming to Hulu <laughs> oh season two. So um, I read And it was a friend just sending me cards to say, like, happy Valentine's.
1: I was overwhelmed. Like, it's I- an amazing friend.
0: Um, such an amazing friend. I tried not to cry while like, you know, doing a video yeah. for Insta story, obviously, oh. because I'm learning from the Kardashians, but like so shocking, so surprising, felt like a real Valentine's day. And I love that. Yes. I ended up sending some friends. A little card, which I haven't put on social yet because, I, you know, people don't answer. I only check my mail like once a week. I'm a right, nightmare. I don't, yeah. It's so much. It's, again, it's a lot mm-hmm. of work. Our lives are very crazy. Um, <laughs> so I sent friends in this like gorgeous gold envelope with like an actual address label I felt like an adult I had to go to the post office and be like how's what is a stamp how does it work I genuinely I don't know I waited in line for 15 minutes behind six different people and literally went up to her with an envelope and a card and I I was like can you weigh this and she looked at me like I was insane I'm like I don't know how many stamps and then I weighed it and she's like you're fine and I said okay so how many how do stamps work yeah I don't know
1: honestly like what is a forever stamp what do they
0: go I have I have, no, have idea. no idea, but she had cute ones. So I got a love stamp Aww. and then I sent friends a card. And on the outside of the card, um, I'm forgetting what it said. On the outside of the card, it's a photo of myself with Shanna Bador when we went awesome. to drinks this spring, mm-hmm. which was the greatest moment of my entire life. And it says from me and my best friend. And then on the inside, it's like happy Valentine's Day in honor of the sacred holiday. I made a donation in your honor at Manolo Blahnik. Yada, yada, yada um galley and then on the <laughs> oh back God. was a photo of me with jill and it said my Valentine's wish is that jill comes back to new york and so i didn't tell anybody like i didn't put it on social so people started like messaging me when we when they got it like dying and for some people oh i had God. to write and be like these are real housewives yeah <gasps> because believe it or not i do have friends that Who don't, don't know. watch and for some reason i still like them wow which is and you have something to talk shocking. about shocking
1: beautiful thing. right it
0: was a real conversation starter because yeah. i felt like valentine's day is such a bullshit holiday. It's a lot. It's like, can I say this as a Jew? It feels a little bit like Christmas, which I, I know is that. like an important holiday. Yeah. And shout out to all the, <laughs> the <laughs> Christians or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> to all shout your out Christian to, and Catholic listeners, shout out yeah. to all y'all on your trees. Um, but it, it's what I mean is actually a closer comparison is probably Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. where this can be a trigger for so many people yeah. who have estranged relationships with their families, who are going through health stuff and they don't yeah. feel thankful, who are going through financial situations, just like Christmas, where it's yeah. like the expectation is that you get a great gift.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's just and not have this like terrific. overly festive moment. It's very. It's a very high high that is like, I think, is slightly unlike those holidays because it's so romanticized, obviously, and very much this like fantastical moment. Like people like imagine if you are, you know you just started a week and a start dating a week and a half ago. And Mm -hmm. now it's Valentine's day. Like what, like there are things like that where it's even like, um, okay, what's going to happen? Like what's going on? Yeah. Or if you're going through a divorce or you're going through a break, like there's so many things that are just so normal, but this day, that day is so I imagine it, it could be slightly triggering and like upsetting, but I truly am like, you know what? Whatever. I don't, care (laughs) (laughs) which is the way to
0: be it should be I feel like Valentine's Day should just be a day to tell your friends you love them yeah yeah if you're sleeping with someone mazel tell me how that works out and and just like call it a day I mean I remember one year I was in a relationship it did not it did not end terribly well and um what did I do I surprised my then boyfriend he loved cheese fries because he was oh, from good. like the midwest or something was that what they were called cheese fries it was some sort no no no. it was Disco um fries it was breadsticks and cheese
1: oh uh, where was something- he from indiana okay i'm from st louis That's i feel
0: like there's a phrase for it i forget what it was breadsticks? breadsticks and cheese or something so i found out the name of his favorite place in his hometown in indiana and had them shipped overnight on i guess dry ice to new york because not to like be an all-star but just because I thought that was like a really fun gift and he got me a (laughs) like lost and found buzzer thing in case I lost my shoes because I'd lost a pair of stilettos and he thought that was funny and he like opened the box and you could just tell the fear and one of his... The fear! (laughs) One of... This is... Guys, this is like the most... This is the dirtiest thing, this dirtiest story I've ever told in Annie's girl. So please prepare yourselves and buckle up. It's going to be a short ride. But he gave me two Valentine's Day cards, one of which said, like, it was, like, to my best friend, referencing the fact that he once told me in an intimate moment that we, if we ever broke up, we could still be, like, great friends. He's like, you know, if this doesn't work out, like, I could totally see you as a best friend. Whoa. in the middle Whoa. of an intimate moment <laughs> so he thought you know it would be funny if i buy never her a, bring this up a yeah. best friend valentine's day card so shout out to you sir is he <laughs> a listener i hope not shout out to his wife Oh, maybe she is. <laughs> maybe, maybe is. Um, so that was Valentine's. Guys, wow. what a great app. So great to have yeah. you. No, just kidding. Um, oh, my we God. We covered everything. So listen, Mariah Smith. Yes. We need to talk about Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to talk about whatever's happening on Atlanta, which yeah. is something. Something yeah. happened this week. Sure. Why not? <laughs> we'll give them that. It's a, you know, a sacred holiday celebration time. Um, but first, I think we need mm-hmm. to have a conversation. So here's the deal. Um, Katie Rost is a former cast member of the Real Housewives of Potomac. Guys, you might remember her from season one. She was the woman who had a professed obsession with dating Jewish guys or something and broke up with her and was pushing her boyfriend to propose to her. He did. And then she broke up with him in the car on the way to tape the reunion. She has been in what sounds like a incredibly chaotic custody battle with her ex husband for a while. Now she came; she was had already been divorced from him before she did Potomac. Right. Like they had three kids together; they got divorced. College sweethearts, or whatever, it didn't work out. She has been posting what I would say are disturbing um, social media pieces in recent months mm-hmm. including audio tapes of him allegedly verbally abusing her allegations that he assaulted her and a lot of really intense stuff and i started thinking this isn't this is a difficult situation it sounds like she's really going through it and battling for custody and whatever else and um you know she's also allegedly filming this upcoming season right Right. now because there have been photos that she's posted and other people have posted of her with cast members filming for a role that nobody knows like is it a cameo is it a friend of is it whatever is it like on the path back who knows yesterday which today's friday yesterday thursday with no notice um a listener reached out to me and said you know, did you see Katie's social media? And I said, yeah, just because I had seen the stuff she's been tweeting and whatever. I hadn't, like, watched any of the YouTube clips of him. Like She guess was, like, secretly recording him in a car when they were, like, screaming at each other, her ex-husband. And I knew that she had announced that she was pregnant a couple months ago with a, a her new boyfriend partner. So the listener was like, Sarah, did you see what, what Katie posted? And I was like, yeah, because I had seen stuff that she'd posted recently. So that's what I thought that they were referencing. So I just was like, let me just go to Katie's um, page and just see what's Thank up. You. And I was immediately triggered because there is a photo that was posted to her page of Katie naked laying in, a pool of what looked like blood yeah. with the top of a toilet seat in her hand or like some, near like her holding it, yeah. and the hashtag was me too. Mm. So what does this mean? Does this mean is this a, an example of what her ex-husband did to her at some point? Is this an example of some other kind of domestic violence? Mm-hmm. She literally had the caption me too, which made me immediately think this is something to do with sexual abuse, sexual assault, physical assault, mm-hmm. domestic violence. Um, who took the photo? Cause it's not a selfie. Is she okay? Mm-hmm. Obviously not. Because even if she had just posted this photo and it had, had happened years prior, yeah. why is this coming to right. our attention now? Um, and is she safe or are her kids safe? Mm-hmm. So her cast members started posting. People started calling her. There are people that knew her that were saying, I'm calling her. She's not answering. I'm calling her mother. They're not answering. Someone called the police, thank God, yeah. and said – um, I think it was like a fan. I don't actually know who it was, but somebody posted that they were doing it. They called the police. The police went to her home, did a welfare check. The This person, I think it was a woman, call, um, called the police back to like check in or whatever. I don't know how it works. And they said that she was okay, which mm-hmm. means she could be unstable, whatever, but she wasn't right. in immediate danger right. of physical uh-huh. harm. She at this point must have known that people thought she was in danger. Right. Because the police were called to her house and I'm sure she was told the reason that they were there wasn't just to say hello, Mm -hmm. but because people were afraid she was in danger. So, you know, Robin, I'm sure Giselle, Karen, all of of her um, could have been Ashley. A bunch of people are posting saying, you know, like, why aren't you returning my calls? Call me back. She doesn't respond in any way to anyone. And then she comments on someone else's comment and I'm trying to see if I have it, which I know I do, and says, I miscarried. Jacob, her now boyfriend, took the picture. He posted it on my phone. He was mad, said they killed my baby. I am okay. We'll take this down now. And then kept the photo up for hours after and... I mean, the I, I felt a lot when I saw that. Yeah. First off, if you know people are upset, why aren't you putting that into the caption? Why are you putting in a comment? Why is this photo hours after you make that comment? Why is it still up? Why did you use the hashtag Me Too? Yeah. How many people saw that photo because they follow her because of Potomac or whatever else? And were triggered who are survivors of domestic violence, who have survived sexual trauma, survived miscarriage, Mm -hmm. women with fertility issues and their partners. Mm -hmm. What the fuck are you doing knowing that she's obviously in distress in some way? She's crying out for help. She's crying out for attention. And I obviously don't hold that against her.
1: But also. What the fuck? I think it's something like it, it truly is obviously a very unwell situation i think a lot of the blame should be is based or should be put on her current partner who i guess took the photo posted it without her right. consent. how do you and take a photo like that? Do that so i'm like if that's where his head is at in that moment and that seems like a very unstable and dangerous act especially if your significant other is experience a experiencing a trauma like a miscarriage like yeah. that's being mad that something like that happened, which is fully out of her control, is mm-hmm. in and of itself horrifying. Obviously, mm-hmm. people get emotional and are upset because that is a, a devastating thing to happen, but the actions he took after that are inexcusable. Yeah, and I just
0: started to think like when is production mm-hmm. responsible for engaging these people? Mm-hmm. Cause it made me think about the fact that Katie has been shooting or did shoot for Potomac. Now that could be a very brief cameo, like what Brandy's Mm -hmm. doing allegedly on Beverly Hills, where it's like in you cause a little stir and then leave. Like that is what could be happening on Katie or it could be longer or it could be referencing her custody battle. But if you know that, and I'm not saying that's the only, Mm -hmm. um, reference to Brandy Brandy has nothing to do with this. Otherwise, so I'm not saying like Brandy is, is similar in any way, but, um, if it's someone like Katie or a situation that seems dangerous in some way, and this woman has children, like who's watching the kids right now at what, to what extent is the production company and the network Mm -hmm. responsible for engaging these people in this reality show empire that we love so much, you know, when Russell Armstrong killed himself, I remember Camille immediately was like, this season needs to be canceled. And you know, Andy said later, you know, were you saying that because you know it was going to be a hard season for you, you know, because people were turning on you? And she's like, no, I believed it, and yeah. I, de- I am with Camille. I, I felt like this is inappropriate. This yeah. person who was allegedly abusing his wife killed himself, and I don't want to see any of that play out on TV. But then I also think, if she's drawing attention to domestic violence right. in some way then maybe it's something that should be seen.
1: I mean... It's a, it's a difficult decision to make because, like, you... There are certain inst- instances where uh, there c- could be immediate danger. In those instances, even, like, um, even, <laughs> again, not a fair, you know, equivalent, but even when the New York women were in Columbia, when they had that near boat wreck, like, production, right. knew, like, this isn't a moment where we can... Actively continue filming. Like mm-hmm. this is where we have to set the cameras down and focus on Ashton safety.
0: on below deck. Right. So Cameraman there are certain things where right.
1: there are moments where I do believe production steps in, and then other moments where this is something that people have agreed to show their lives for better or for worse. And so certain things where it's like, okay, this isn't pretty. These are horrible situations, but it might be something someone needs to see or hear to understand a situation they're in. But I, it's very hard to tell because I'm like, who knows what we haven't seen, what we could have seen, where production has stepped in. But I do know that I even think in those situations, like, producers might not know what to do. Because I don't think on these shows like they do on The Bachelor there's a therapist always there for the girls right. because they're like super sequestered, have all that. And like, and there's no psychological testing. Like right. when you go
0: on survivor right. or something, you know, cause those mm-hmm. are the people that they want yeah. to assert, you know, like So not I think like- it's like
1: people who are people who are attracted to reality TV are very invested in showing all sides of themselves for the most part. Yeah. Um, they should be at least. Yeah. And I, I do think that certain things just can't, be helped like it'll be interesting to see how the dinner story is played out on New oh York. my god so that's such so a good point. things that we don't know addiction leading to death yeah like what the underlying circumstances are and all of the hidden stories that we might not even know about or production might know not know about and sometimes things surface when you possibly didn't know they were going on
0: i mean there was that scene in atlanta where apollo drove mm-hmm. up to their house and it was like after he'd been sentenced or something I but before so, yeah. he was going to jail mm-hmm. I forget it what was the, like he was gonna was be like gone right, soon right it was yeah. like right in the midst of it and he came toward Phaedra and her face mm-hmm. was like get the fuck away from me and it was incredibly it was one of the most uncomfortable scenes yeah. I have seen yeah. On Housewives because he, his energy was scary. Mm -hmm. And I think most women and certainly a lot of other people, non-binary men may have experienced this before, but it, it, for women, it is a unique experience that most women have encountered at some point in their Mm -hmm. lives where they have felt unsafe in the company of a man. Right. And that was, tough to watch and it was something that was included i mean they had both signed contracts so i i don't know that it was included with their approval after the fact Mm -hmm. but it was something that i guess opened the door i don't know if it was um
1: exploitative or not i really don't know and that's but that also is the more i think about it like that's (laughs) the ultimate question with reality tv right who even knows at this point what what crosses the boundary between mm-hmm. entertainment yeah and uh tragic and triggering behavior totally it's very it's a very nuanced thing I think that it it is pretty subjective as well so yeah. there are things that we might find that should not be seen on television, but others are like this stuff. This story needs to be told, needs to be put out there, or they don't see it as a, um, a triggering moment.
0: I mean, it's like a case study in Kim Richards. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're watching a woman, you know, end of season one, spoiler alert, you're an alcoholic in the limo and Mm -hmm. the screaming, and then going straight into her being frazzled, not showing up on time, which became a, a storyline because I think at a certain point, if someone is in that, Like, how else are you going to address it but address it? Like, it got to a point where... You can't talk around it Right, because there was no way. I think they tried to initially, and then Mm -hmm. it was like, you know, the wheels are off the wagon at this point. I mean, it just... The whole thing with Katie, I was... I'm just really uncomfortable and specific to Housewives. Mm. I just don't feel great with the idea that she's going to be... On this coming season. Even if she shot scenes. And was doing well before. I just think she is a woman in crisis. And needs to be. Under the care. Of some. I mean like. Yeah. Obviously she's dealing with a lot. And. It's a lot that I don't think in this capacity should be shown on TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, but I guess we'll like wait and see what happens. Guys, this is like a very emotional, intense episode yes. of Andy's Girls. But I think it was something that we need to talk about yeah. because I think it's something that a lot of people are talking about and in a recurring theme, just as you said with mm-hmm. Housewives, but it's not Housewives alone. It's with all yeah. reality TV. Like when is it, when does it go too far? Like what's the line between entertainment and pure exploitation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um even if these people are agreeing to be exploited yeah like it's it's tough okay let us turn the tables (laughs) oh god (laughs) entirely we need to talk about beverly hills yes now i never watch shows live i'm a nightmare i actually usually delay watching them like as long as possible because i like get nervous about it because i love it so fucking much um so I put out a Twitter poll and an Insta poll, are you team LVP or everyone else? And was shocked at the number of responses because it seemed to be overwhelmingly even or close to even like there wasn't a crushing landslide i asked you know team lvb or everyone else on insta insta 64 to 36 everyone else twitter and i was pushing hard for people to vote yeah. on twitter if you saw any of my insta <laughs> stories um, twitter was 54 46 and i said wow. to people because it's this is the theme of the season is whose side are you on mm-hmm. um and so i said to people you know get in touch let me know your thoughts. I'm just looking at some of their responses. Um, so I said, you know, just let me know if you feel strongly. One person's response everyone else, Lisa has a long documented history of being manipulative and self serving. Um, team, too early to tell. LVP could be getting a favorable edit leading up to an explosion. Everyone else, because we have been putting up with Lisa's bullshit since day one. Everyone else, LVP controlled production and plot for too long. The other girls are willing to go big. Um, LVP, besides the grief, who cares if she manipulates behind the scenes? It's reality TV. So far, LVP, but could change. I really hate the way Kyle went after her while Mm -hmm. she's grieving. And I don't really feel the need to pick a side yet. Lisa's still grieving. I have more thoughts. Ooh, send me your more thoughts. More Um, thoughts. And... One last one, not LVP genuine sympathy, but she produced the shit out of the Vanderpump scene. So Vander dog scene. So tell me, Mariah Smith, what were your thoughts from what I thought was a fucking tremendous premiere?
1: I, okay. First, I'm going to have to say, uh, it's a, it's a, I want to say it's a tough decision, but I don't think it is. I believe I'm team LVP. <gasps> really? Yes, because I do think that, from it could be a mix of just seeing the storylines on pump rules in this and it might be slightly unfair to everyone else because we're getting all these sides of lisa at once yeah um i think that she is grieving yes she has you know had some background in being manipulative or trying to get things that are that only serve herself but her breaking down that was some of the purest emotion i've seen from her i think ever mm-hmm. um and i didn't read that as acting Cause like even when she tried when she cried on one uh reunion that one time mm-hmm. that didn't seem very believable and this was very different than that to me it felt you mean very when she believable. was talking
0: about her own like period in an abusive relationship yes. and she had it was i don't know a single person that was like this feels like a real genuine moment it yeah. was strange
1: it was like the just the tear just felt unwell. Yeah. And I <laughs> I think that I think you're some unwell, I Could I do think that how what there if there's something else that Kyle isn't saying that is really grinding her gears about Lisa, she has something that is has been twisting and turning her stomach that's boiling up. So literally anything Lisa does or doesn't do I think is a a hot spot for Kyle and she wants to hop on it, but I don't think the time of Lisa's grief is the right time to do it.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, a listener reached out to me and said essentially it was incredibly awkward yeah that Kyle was comparing her whatever she was going through and yeah, I actually didn't yeah. know what she was referencing I don't know break what in. she was saying
1: and she's like we've all been through shit and I'm like what are you you're you did not just recently have a family member commit suicide right um Sarah from Albany satchels of gold while
0: I'm no LVP super fan I thought it was really pretty crappy when Kyle told her quote I've got a lot going on too when Lisa was crying obviously yeah. about her recently deceased brother very rude in my in my opinion and yeah. I I agree. I mean, I think she was trying to be like, we've all got shit, but I don't know. That's if your brother thing you say. killed himself, I don't know that you're like, I lost all these bags. I think that yeah. if that's what she was talking about, who the fuck knows what she was referencing. Mm-mm. But like, let's just let's not compare yeah. grief, except to say that if someone has lost a loved mm-hmm. one just full full stop, but also lost a loved one to suicide, yeah. which is a whole other. I mean, mm-hmm. the shock that she's obviously experiencing about him having, you know, killed himself. I mean, it's just a lot. And my heart goes out to her. I actually thought before the premiere, I would be super heavy everyone else yeah. and wouldn't be any way affected. And then I honestly watched her break down on those stairs. And I was like, that was hard to watch. That was hard to watch because you felt it. Now, I will say this. It was hard to watch because you felt it. But also, I absolutely believe she produced the shit out of that scene. A hundred percent. I think she
1: produced the the dog dog stuff, like, obviously, because it, it didn't make sense where, like, Kyle thought that they were talking about something with her. But the fact that it was all about Dorit didn't make a great amount of sense. Being like, why are you being secretive around Kyle about this? Like, why can't you just mention that this dog got you know ship somewhere I ended up at a shelter blah 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 and get it out say it and then move on don't make a deal out of it being like I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to talk about it then have her employees like freak out right and you know Teddy a lot of people are
0: reached out to me about to read Teddy's blog and you know she says all the stuff about LVP's brother and how sad that was and of course everybody's on the same page about mm-hmm. that she says that she, she and that guy John Blizzard or whatever that who works at Vanderpump Dogs weren't close friends he worked for um, Lisa I'm just kind of skimming the blog she said John Sessa was the other John there that day you probably recognized him he's been Lisa's right hand at Vanderpump Dogs from the get go and as Lisa says he works for them so not only is it weird that if Lisa didn't want to bring it up at all knowing we were filming that day he would bring the dog out but there's easily a moment when he's grabbing Lucy Lucy off the ground that it's just him and Vanderpump and she could have told him absolutely not this leads to their even stranger interaction when we start to talk about what happened with the dog and Lisa tells him to stop he seems confused right it's like Lisa Vanderpump is saying one thing but means another kind of like how we see her lunch with Dorit and she says she's fine but then isn't strange it's also odd how she says she's sorry she didn't speak to me at the Daily Mail Tom Tom event. When she did, we even filmed a scene together. Anyway, anyhow, just some things to ponder and pay attention to as we venture into the season. Oh, and for the record, Cruz peed on the lawn, not in the pool. He has manners. I taught him well. Um, Teddy, Teddy went
1: off. Okay, Teddy, sharpening so she's her. team everyone else.
0: <laughs> she is. Teddy is voting her for herself. And I also watched that scene in that moment Mm -hmm. of him picking up the dog and looking at her face when she says, don't talk about it. I watched it three or four times. That one scene, I kept like going back. It was very awkward. All of that,
1: I will say. It was like, what is really going on?
0: And- what i felt honestly swear to god was really going on was that she fucking told them this is Lisa motherfucking yeah, Vanderpump yeah. the woman is extremely smart i'm not going to go into the whole what yeah. is it Te- what's his name bobby fisher like mm-hmm, plays chess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like that's actually yeah. accurate and that's something for her to be fucking commended for by the way if bethany invented skinny girl then lisa vanderpump definitely invented how to be a motherfucking housewife on this show yeah. and she was very good at making plot happen when you think about you know the magazine she told brandy allegedly to put in the bag to talk about marisa (laughs) maybe cheating whatever she has done she has done a fucking good job to make it a good show to make it a Mm -hmm. good show and what she that's why she got a fucking spinoff and why that spinoff is so goddamn excellent she knows what she's doing and i commend her for that i'm not like fucking with you i genuinely Mm -hmm. think like if not for lisa i don't think beverly hills would be the cash cow that it became exactly she has a very specific energy that being said, I absolutely it would be insane for her to know that her castmates were filming this shit. Happened that she was upset about, so upset about that she allegedly leaked stories about it to Radar Online, which hasn't yet happened yet in the episode we saw.
1: Oh
0: my god! It would be
1: insane
0: for this woman who has made her character arc her fucking love of these animals yeah. to know what Dorit. Did and not want anyone to talk
1: about it. Yeah, and not want it to be a huge thing and have her be dragged from Beverly Hills to New York. And
0: she knows how to bury Dorit without getting her hands dirty, or at least did by talking to Dorit about how other people were talking about it. Mm -hmm. The fact that Teddy knew she's dropping hints that other people might try to make this a plot point mm-hmm. without taking any ownership or whatever, any responsibility. And she's Whatsoever. so close to getting it done that had she not gone the extra step of leaking stories to radar, I think she would have gotten yeah. away with it. Yeah. It's something that Adrian Maloof tried to bury her with but is not fucking talented mm-hmm, enough to mm-hmm. do it on a past reunion when she said you sell stories to Raider Online, the problem that she made, the incorrect, the Error is that she said sell stories, and Lisa Vanderpump doesn't need to make twenty five dollars, right, or whatever email. the yeah. fuck that Raider Online is willing to pay for this shit. She will do it for free, yeah, and that is that she has a record of doing this. By the way, Lisa Vanderpump's not the only fucking person that leaks Mm-mm. stories. New York, every single one of those oh bitches has done it by oh the hour. Yeah, they love
1: leaking to Page they Six. Lo- That's their pastime.
0: Page Six is like. The seventh cast yeah, member yeah. of um, New York. Like if you look up Sex in the City and like New York City is like the other women involved, which is what SJP always says. Uh-huh. Then motherfucking page six is the yep. housewife that gets a fun new tagline every day. Every season. The, every she gets an apple. <laughs> she does get an yeah. apple. And it is a motherfucking juicy apple. And I just think it is in say, and this takes nothing away from her mourning mm-hmm. her brother, nothing away from it, you know. People reach out about like the timing of her talking about this versus production for pump rules. I honestly have to tell you, I don't know enough about it. You know, I don't know enough about the timing of exactly when her brother passed away versus when she started filming this versus when she started filming pump rules. Pump rules is a very different show and a very different dynamic. And her character
1: in that show is very different,
0: very different. And she has a lot more control of Mm -hmm. the show because she is the head bitch in charge. Beverly Hills is a different path. I absolutely have no doubt in my mind that she was involved in this and is trying to throw other people on the bus. Yeah. And I say that with gratitude
1: <laughs> for love what it. she's
0: doing. Yeah. Because that is the season. I watched that fucking, I was swearing like a motherfucker during, yeah. it. I was gasping the first two minutes oh when it's like God. right into this intense fight and fucking Ken Todd <laughs> is like
1: that was amazing hot and bothered. Amazing
0: fucking amazing the dog following kyle richards out the door and looking at her she walks away in i think what looked like the rain
1: honestly just seeing that shot of her just walking was Chilling. I loved it. So loved it.
0: Whether or not your team, everyone else versus Team LVP, and I put myself in the everyone yeah. else bucket, I would just like to say that if we are all loving this Beverly Hills premiere, you need to give it up to fucking. Like Lisa it wasn't Denise Richards
1: who brought the brought the heat. No, it wasn't yeah. Denise
0: Richards talking about Charlie Sheen, which oh is going to be Denise's motherfucking. It's plot. like can we stop
1: please also
0: i forgot that he said winning so when everyone else was, was like oh my Don't god dramatic oh freeze my god. I forgot. when like... i think of charlie sheen i think of um uh, i think of wanting like... to
1: vomit basically right
0: i think of wanting to vomit and i think of tiger blood yeah yeah i just think you know Le- it's lisa vanderpump who we should really thank for lisa renna coming mm-hmm. alive this season mm-hmm. lisa renna's social media essentially like lightly covering up the fact that all of her social is like fuck you lisa vanderpump is wonderful Uh, and i just have to say that whether or not you're on her side she is giving us
1: she's the ultimate producer
0: she is the ultimate producer and sort of the ultimate star even though i don't know like a shooting star maybe her star is bursting into flame but you know
1: it, what would the storyline be this season if it weren't for this big division in the group like having lisa and kyle have oh my god this, which seems like a permanent sever in they their haven't friendship, spoken she says they haven't is, spoken yeah i don't i don't see how they could come back from that so i'm like even if that is if this is lisa's last season she's it's already a fond farewell and we'll set them up for a good next season Totally. And you know she is yeah. pissed as
0: shit that this is even happening. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if she's going to get a bitch at I don't know if she's going to get some sort of motherfucking mm-hmm. angel edit because she has so much power pump rolls. But, like, holy shit. People were tweeting. You know how, like, people do that un- super annoying, not passive-aggressive, but, like, dumb thing of, like, guys, I watched the first episode. Oh, and yeah. Just you wait. It yeah. drives me fucking I insane because I watch it when everybody else does. Yeah. You stupid bitches. But people said, like... Bev Hills is killing the game, right. and I don't know. I think that was a super strong first episode. I also have to say that the Jersey finale was so fucking strong.
1: Oh, I gotta watch it. You have
0: to watch it. Margaret, after pushing,
1: I love it. I Danielle love stops it.
0: disgusting monster Ugh. wildebeest of a so-called man, into the pool. Danielle walks out with Tree and says, "What's happening?" And Margaret literally says, "Your husband's in the pool." <laughs> Danielle says, "Who pushed him?" and Margaret says, "Me and my husband." Like the gangster move that is Margaret fucking Josephs from having price tags on oh her lampshades God. because oh I'm God. convinced she has as much money as I do, which is oh zero dollars. It <laughs> is unbelievable. I like
1: working I, for that coin. I love it.
0: Everybody on Jersey is working for that love coin, it. and I have to say, I'm all like hot and bothered about this because I feel like this year is our is bravo's acknowledgement of us sur- being survivors yeah. for the last couple seasons of gross shitty uh-huh. bad TV and you have to be just shout it to all the listeners to the thousand people listening to this because i just want to commend yeah. each and every one of us and you and me for continuing sticking to it out for sticking it out because we knew Jersey has been mm-hmm. bad for several years. The Marqueses are a stain on yeah. American pop culture. Oof. Like there have been, we have the twins, whatever else Jersey has been bad, bad, yeah. bad, 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 which is why we can watch at what happened. You know, people can say the full season. I say the second half of the season of was Jersey great. was so good okay was so there was a fight in Cabo that I will think about until the day I die. You know when oh people are like God. when you die, you don't think about like whatever you own or you just think about your friends. Your, yeah. No, I totally disagree. I'm gonna be thinking about those shoes I didn't buy 35 oh years God. ago. And I'm gonna be thinking about that scene when Marga is walking away from pushing him in that pool. Was that moment staged? Who's to say? But it was Why a good moment. They, it was a great moment. Why did they walk literally right next to the pool and then get pushed in? Was it shocking? Oh, God. I mean, whatever. I'm appreciative is what I'm saying. I'm appreciative for what's happening oh, in Beverly Hills yeah because we have seen some. Sh- last season of Beverly Hills was, I think, her- I am still scarred mm-hmm. from last mm-hmm. season of Beverly Hills. It's gonna come up in therapy. Is all I'm gonna say when she talks about like, have you reached your goals? And I'm gonna say, you know who hasn't reached their goals? The cast of oh, Eden Sassoon. Okay. Oh God, like, I forgot about e- so. Why? Oh, God, so bad, Eden. And I just have to say. Thank oh. you to Bravo. If we're going to talk about the gift that is Valentine's and Galentine's Day, yes. thank you to Bravo HQ for real. I feel like, what's his name? Michael whatever the fuck, who's a Bravo super fan. I just forgot his name. Oh, my God. And I follow him on Twitter. Who is, um, who gets really intense and crazy. Whatever. I am... Mm, I want to call Michael Imperioli, but that's Christopher from the Sopranos. Yeah, Sibonis.
1: I think I know you're talking about, but I can't remember the last name. I just name. can't
0: remember his last name because I'm so overwhelmed with fucking gratitude to Bravo because had we not gone through the shit that we went through and watching these shows and continued to watch them because yeah. we knew they could be better, yeah. we wouldn't be able to appreciate the stuff that we're watching now, which is legend.
1: Quality TV. Like it's yeah.
0: Quality TV. I could talk about that scene in Vanderpump Dogs for the rest of my life. I'm going to go home and
1: rewatch it just so I can get like a closer glimpse at the, the it, moments. Because it was I, I, I couldn't quite put my finger on it watching it being like, why does this seem so off weird? Like it felt like yes. I, I thought I had missed something or I thought I had zoned out for a second. And yes. I'm like, oh, no, I didn't. I just am confused. And, <laughs> and I heard
0: from so many listeners that were like, that scene, she was being so clear. Yeah. But guys, just because she was saying it out loud doesn't mean that's not what was all that was happening <sighs> under the surface. She did yeah. it. And I'm appreciative. I'm not judging Lisa. I am extolling the power of Lisa while agreeing with the other side. OK, Beverly Hills taglines. Let's read them. Oh, God. Let's I'm so them. excited. Let's learn all about them. Lisa Renna. in the game of life. It's Rinna take all. I love that. I love it. I love it. Love it. Lisa Rinna. I'm so glad. Again, the power of Lisa Vanderpump that through hating her, you have come back to life. I'm so glad. I'm so glad (laughs) to see you again. Yeah. You went away for a little bit, Lisa Rinna, but I'm glad you're back and ballsier than ever. Erica Girardi. Most people talk about their fantasies. I'm living mine. Fine. Is she going to be on this season or is she a friend of? Are we pretending? Is she full time cast member? I know she is, oh God. but like, did someone tell her that she was? Yeah. Did her glam squad, who she's paying a bajillion dollars a year, like has someone yeah. informed
1: her? I hope. I hope she steps up. I hope she steps up. I do think that she will show that that hardcore side of her when it needs to come out. Yeah. Um, because I used to love Erica, but now I'm a little bit like,
0: hmm. That, you know, Lewis Peitzman was on last week and he said something interesting, which is he's not a big fan of, of Erica Jane, yeah. or Erica Girardi, which I was surprised by. And he said, you know, she's someone who essentially envelops herself in this exterior bravado as Erica yeah. Jane. And then as Erica Girardi, we only see her as an angry person, mm-hmm. usually, usually um, sending that anger to someone who shouldn't receive yeah. it. Yeah. Like with Eileen on that junk boat and wherever the fuck they were.
1: Yeah. Um, it. she's not showing the real her yeah and that to me like i i get okay you're erica jane erica girardi but where does the real erica sit like what is happening and even when she had dorit over and i forget the reasoning why she was like now i'm entertaining in my home i don't think there was a reason yeah i think she she said something like it was weird i i i forget what the what her explanation was but She's like, I'm trying this out, whatever. And, and she likes like, that's that they can weird. drive to her and so yeah. she doesn't have to drive yeah. to them. Yeah, So I was like, that's interesting. I don't know why that really, like, stuck with me. But it made me feel a little bit like, you don't, you would like, what? It's That's not a thing. And you all live very close. It's not like one lives in Pasadena and the other is right. in West Hollywood. Like, no.
0: Doesn't she live in Pasadena? I thought she did.
1: I thought she, st- like, lived in and or around Beverly Hills. No,
0: I think she lives, like, 40 minutes away in that crazy monster
1: or the Palisades, maybe.
0: I really think it's like something crazy like Pasadena.
1: Oh, God.
0: I know. I think it's a schlep. It, maybe
1: it's not but Pasadena, but it's a schlep. her son is a Beverly Hills cop. Right, right, and right. And he lives with them.
0: Yeah. So how does that work as far as a community? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he puts like the lights on or whatever and blares Man. it. That's what I would. If I was a cop, I would do that every single day. Wow. I know. Um, okay. Dorit Kemsley. In business and in life, I wear many hats and hairstyles. Hate it. Hate it. Shout out to Dorit, shout out to Lisa Vanderpump in that lunch when she is not burying burying Dorit and PK and says, that's why you signed a contract with a $5,000 penalty if that fucking dog doesn't work out. Because if there's one thing that Dorit and PK don't want to talk about is not paying their motherfucking bills. Like, magical.
1: But they will talk about how PK shaves his arms and hands, which they yeah. didn't look shaved. So I'm very confused.
0: He said arms and hands. His hands looked. I don't What did LVP? Didn't she say like baby hands? Baby's hands. I was like, which that's I was like, not what I would
1: say. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would say. But that's because I'm an asshole. I I'm like, like oh. that to me is just too generous. Even. Oh, my I'm God. Like, okay. Yeah, his arms were
0: hairy. Why are we talking yeah. about it? Oh, so gross. Um. Yeah. I also have to say, not to talk about the dog thing again, but how could we not? It's mm-hmm. everything I want to talk about. Um, uh, how does that work with like Dorit giving away the dog to fucking yeah. whomever, someone she found on Craigslist or a colleague of a colleague of a colleague, whatever? If the how does that work with a dog like the kinds of dogs that Vanderpump takes in, mm-hmm. dogs from Yulin or whatever? Those aren't normal. It's not like normal Rover. These are dogs who may have trouble acclimating yeah. to a forever home. But that's home. also
1: the um, – that's the gamble anyone takes when adopting a dog because you don't know where they've come from, right. what their circumstances were before. They could be a puppy. They could be whatever. But it's like if you haven't watched it, please, like, Google Ellen DeGeneres and dog yes. or something. That's the yes. best thing in the world. Yeah, it's great. But um, it is – like, when you adopt from – and i guess an agency or yeah. even humane society, they are very there are yep. very strict rules because right. they want to make sure and like follow up with you and the dog to make sure the dog is well taken care of or if it needs certain training that's getting it so when you give it up or transfer ownership it's without like, telling them yeah it's very not good and i think in some cases could be illegal
0: so what allegedly Dorit had adopted a dog mm-hmm. it didn't work out she gave it back and then Lucy Lucy whatever the fuck that dog's name is was the second dog that's what I had read so I don't know if that's true or not but well, I thought she be- gave it
1: to a friend and they gave it to a shelter yes but
0: allegedly it was the second dog that dorit had gotten from vanderpump dogs like she got a dog it didn't work out she brought it back to vanderpump they gave her i don't know if this is true i'm I'm just saying i don't know if it's true but that might be why she didn't want to give it back but that is no excuse these are these are animals that need to be protected this isn't taking it from a shelter situation these are organizations i thought lisa was exactly right for saying Mm -hmm. we could have gotten in trouble the dogs are microchipped. yeah those dogs should not be returned to the shelter they have been Cared for by a yeah. team of people, and if it doesn't work out, and so it's a live being, sometimes these things mm-hmm. are not a good fit. You return it to that organization yeah. because you respect the dog's life enough, and that organization. And because of the vetting process they have, mm-hmm. that they should be the ones responsible for deciding where that dog goes. So, right. so her doing this whole bullshit of like, I gave it to somebody who like came to my house or whatever. And they said they were going to have a loving home and they sent me photos. And then it turns out wasn't so great or whatever. It's like, that's not is no how excuse. you do it. It's not how you do it. I thought that was... I got annoyed yeah, at that. That's um, very shady. And you know what? So did Lisa. Yeah. Which is why she pretended not to want to talk about it on camera so that other people could. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Teddy Mellencamp. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Teddy Mellencamp. I'm not afraid of hard work, but I'll never do your dirty work.
1: Part of me likes it a little bit.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I like it because I'm like, okay, it's showing a little bit of her personality. Mm-hmm. Um and because I'm starting to warm up to her more. So I'm like, OK. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I like it. I think I like this is going to be a breakout mm-hmm. season for
0: Teddy. Um. So again, thank you to Lisa Vanderpump yes, for making we, that happen.
1: We commend you. We commend you.
0: Um. Denise Richards, my problem with the tabloids, my real life is so much juicier.
1: Well, it doesn't seem
0: that juicy, Denise. So, Denise is one of those people, you know, someone asked me, what do you think of Denise? And I think my answer was like, she's going to be a mini- She's going to be an Eileen Jr. or a Catherine Plus. Yes. Yes. Like she's a normal person. I don't think she's that normal though. Oh, you don't?
1: No. I think that she has some like some bite in her that we could see. Oh, great. But I don't think she's one that's going to actively bring drama or insert herself into it. She's going to need someone to insert herself. Yeah, she's gonna need it. to be tricked. Like Someone trick her. You know, her. she yeah. needs to be like pushed into the pool. Yeah, she needs to Oh, <laughs> she God, she can't
0: wait. Yeah. Okay, so we'll see. I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic, mm-hmm. probably more cautious than optimistic, yeah. but I'm fine. She's there. She's there. It's fine. Like, whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I honestly, she got married in shorts. And That's like, the thing. Like, that she got showed horrible. me that something
1: is weird with her. Yeah. So maybe we'll see like just that fashion. Allegedly
0: she got married in like 24 hours or something. Yeah, I appreciate bizarre. that. I appreciate that. I feel like she knew that she was like not giving it off. She's like, I'll get married. And yeah. Like, cool. Let's do it. How's tomorrow? Perfect. Um, oh, let's God. see what happens. Kyle Richards <laughs> in Beverly Hills. The truth always has a way of rising to the top. Why are Kyle Richards taglines
1: always have Beverly Hills
0: always have Beverly Hills. They're never specific to Kyle and they're always generic and terrible.
1: I think she thinks that that's her thing. Like she owns it and that's her. She's like Beverly Hills is my is my playground. That's her thing. Like she loves she thinks that her family is a um, staple of the city. So that to me is like. Beverly Hills is me and I am Beverly Hills to Kyle so and it's sometimes generic and bland and there you go
0: I mean I think it's rough and then obviously the queen yes the best tagline one of the best taglines of all time of any franchise (laughs) Lisa Vanna from you can stab me in the back but whilst you're there kiss my ass I so good it makes me weep love it I'm weeping right now. I Love it. It's, uh, it's on the
1: inside. It's classy yet shady AF. Oh, no. It's like sharp. It's sharp I'm, as fuck. It is so sharp as So that is like a bear. That should be in the in the record book.
0: That should be in the Real Housewives Smithsonian, yeah. which is a real thing that someone needs to build once you get the money. Once you get the money, ask PK. Apparently he has tons uh-huh. um, so much. What else is there to say about Beverly Hills? I mean, I feel like it. This we know what the game is. Yeah. We just are watching it come together
1: in a way that feels really unique. And I'm very excited because, like, w- the first half of the season will be ramping up to that big fight. And then we'll get the, the um, the like, all that comes after. We'll see how that affects the group. And I cannot wait. Like, I the, cannot wait. The
0: energy is so good. Yeah. Like, it's so... But the way the first episode was edited,
1: uh, I mean so fucking that, good. It right? was like you literally jumped right in. Right. right in. in.
0: And it felt real. Yeah. Like, this is real. Like Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump have had a real fracture in their friendship since nearly the beginning. Mm-hmm. And watching that just really come to a motherfucking head in that scene of Vanderpump Dogs and elsewhere. Holy shit.
1: It's it something else. Good. It's something else. Also, is Lisa Vanderpump going to show up to the reunion? I don't know. Well, because at the premiere, she didn't take any photos with them.
0: Um, well, so. I do a weekly 100% award where I get... Because I say 100% a lot and nice. people got angry at me. So I decided to make a weekly award in I love honor it. of those um, angry people. So the 100% award is always to someone that's a little bit extra. Ooh. So this week's 100% award goes to Lisa Vanderpump. Yes. Because... Lisa Rinna said in a several very well written um, fucking tweets, everybody better come to the premiere party. And she tagged everyone, including Vanderpump and was like essentially saying, I will shame the fuck out of you if you do not come. So Lisa Vanderpump came before anybody else she arrived at the premiere party did photos or whatever and then left because she had a quote unquote prior commitment which is so good so sharp so shady and shitty the point of going is to get those cast photos but you can't say she She didn't didn't show up up. yeah she came in a fucking uber Mm -hmm. pool driven by a dog or whatever jiggy was her escort who better than a gigolo came posed for motherfucking photos and then probably hauled ass to Tom, Tom or someone else yep, where she could yep. sit on her throne and be greeted by the denizens. Oh, how my God. fucking baller is that? I love her. I so love her. Good. She never
1: quits. She never quits. And I'm like, how do you have the time to, Think up these beautiful things. Or
0: she wants to quit. She, d- yeah. she didn't post any social media the day Mm-mm. of the premiere. Everybody else did but her. All one. I saw is
1: that she said she's n- probably not going to watch this season.
0: Yeah, I would. Yeah, I am not surprised. And that woman loves to see herself on TV. That's rough stuff. It is rough, tough stuff, which is wow. rough, rough, <laughs> tough stuff. Um, can we talk a little bit about the New York tagline? Yes, so yes. Really- I haven't heard them yet. OK, so so much to say. New York taglines. New York premiering earlier than expected. Wait. March sixth, a national holiday. Thank <sighs> you so much. Wait. I know that we can't make like Election Day a federal holiday, but March sixth should be should be federally mandated. Everybody, I, you heard it here first. Take the Stay day off work. work. Yeah. Go to yoga. Go to something that's relaxing because I don't want your blood pressure to get as elevated yeah. as mine will surely be mm-hmm. around like eight fifty nine or oh whatever. God. Okay. New York taglines. Luanne De Liseps. I plead guilty. To being fabulous, oh
1: Lou cute,
0: mm. cute. <laughs> you know, because she's like been convicted of you crimes know? or whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's to being fabulous. That's such a a woman of a certain age tagline. But I she's mean, she's like this
0: sounds cool. Listen, she was a countess, yeah, forevermore. Um, Ramona Singer: The only thing I'll settle for is more. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. Oh, oh Ramona. Turtle time. Never change, Bill
0: Never change. Oh,
1: that's, my God. The it's only weak. thing, that's very weak. That's like, it's weak. that's the, the first draft tagline of someone who's never written a tagline before. Yeah.
0: I think she got a little probably a little sassy with them and was like, I'm not doing this. Oh, I'm not referencing age. I'm not referencing dating. I'm not referencing being single. I'm not referencing Any Mario. Yeah. I'm not referencing Avery. I'm referencing myself or Ramona skincare, which doesn't currently exist mm-mm, mm-mm. like that. The maybe. only thing I'll settle for is more. Oof. It's not good. Not good. Tinsley Mortimer. Game set. Now I need a match. That's a thinker. It's a thinker. It's cool how Tinsley's storyline is about her not having a partner and yeah. not about herself. That's cool.
1: Hmm. And now I need a match. Is she going to burn Manhattan down? I mean, <laughs> her, I, yes. I feel like it's like, w- Scott, where are
0: you? Yeah. Like, Scott needs to come get his girl. Scott. Yeah. Ooh. Where is her coupon cabin? in? Ooh. Who is building it for her? It's rough. It is. Did they tens. not have writers
1: for these this season? I
0: think this is the best that could be done. Wow. Um, Bethany Frankel, when life gives me limes, I make margaritas. Okay. Bethany Frankel will not open her mouth unless it references Skinny Girl. At all. At, At all.
1: all. I think that's in her contract that she wrote.
0: Or Be Strong because yeah. it is a company yeah. that she created. Bethany.
1: Okay. I don't know.
0: I think it's rough, but I, uh, yeah, Yeah. I think it's rough, tough stuff. Okay. Dorinda Medley. If you've got a problem with me, (laughs) it's your problem.
1: I actually kind of like that.
0: (laughs) I just love everything she does. I think Dorinda is going to come in hot. Oh, if you've got a problem with me, it's your problem. I think it's also like, does Dorinda have a problem? You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Um,
1: and is that a cry for help also?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Talking about cries for help. Dorinda. Half Ugh. the cast of New York. But Dorinda. Lord. I wonder how that's going to work out. Because as I. it felt like watching the reunion last season, her castmates decided not to in any way critique her mm-hmm, because they mm-hmm. felt like it would only... Help Bethany, and they yeah. wanted to burn, uh, bury yeah. Bethany instead. So I wonder if that alliance still exists. Yeah, and now that now, Carol's not in the mix, right. what
1: will the what will that look like? Yeah, and where will their uh, focus be? Totally. Wow.
0: Um, and finally, the um, the Queen Sonia Tremont Morgan. Yes, people call me over the top, but lately I prefer being a bottom. <laughs> oh my
1: god
0: it's like i didn't think that anything could eclipse there's nothing gray about my gardens but this is like a mic drop moment that
1: is imagine being being what's her face her daughter
0: um child child
1: whatever what's child
0: child morgan yeah
1: is it not sydney I don't know, something old,
0: yeah. white, blue, bread. Something. Dalton Yeah, Morgan, imagine
1: seeing your mother, hearing your mother say that is just...
0: I mean, that can't be chilling. the worst thing she's heard. True, or true. See, her mother, that is a beautiful tagline. Her mother seems to pass out at a table on yeah. vacation this season on the trailer. So, like, yeah. this is nothing. Does Sonya know what being a, a bottom is? I think that she has an idea. Cool. Um, Did an intern Google image for her? Probably. Cool. So is she... She's asking James, that James right now. Does that mean she's looking
1: for a husband
0: and wants to finally... <laughs> no, I think she likes motherfucking. Oh, and God. Like motherfucking fucking. Like, Sonia Morgan. I'm just happy that... I don't know. I feel like New York, the women are more in control of their sexuality mm-hmm. and like, there's nothing to be ashamed. like, yeah. Sonia fucking likes they to know how to have a have good time. Fun, mm-hmm. And I, I'm appreciative. Like, so don't mind you. people
1: seeing it. They're not hush hush about it. Like uh, right. LA, they, they're like, you know what? We're grown women. Yes. Our kids are out of the house for the most part. Let's have a good time.
0: And you know, that trailer for New York looks Oof. like a good time.
1: I cannot wait. It looks, I cannot um, wait it
0: looks fucking amazing i am i'm like literally i like lost
1: my mind when it w- was released i new york is it's a godsend and it, I, uh, just I'm ahead so, of spring it's yes. entering ushering us into a new season oh that we so God. desperately need yes it is i mean it couldn't come it couldn't come any sooner
0: um Speaking of not coming any sooner, guys, have you ordered your copy of Life on the Ramona Coaster? Because we're going to have a Life on the Ramona Coaster segment in um, Andy's Girls in a couple weeks. So we're going to do a deep dive in. So this nice. is, Mariah Smith, and a weekly tradition at this point where I open the book to a random page and just read a little excerpt. Life on the Ramona Coaster, which can either cost you $10 or $2 oh. on Amazon Prime because a listener reached out and said she bought Life on the the Ramona coaster as a participant in the Andrews girls book club and um spent 10 or 11 dollars and then Amazon gave her a refund of nine dollars and said thank you why the refund I don't know but I consider that a charitable donation yeah that she did to the world so kudos to you listener okay um okay let's just look okay Mm -hmm. This is a random page. I'm reading page eighty-four. Oh, guys, look! There's a photo. There's a photo. Is, oh my God! It's a black and white photo because they couldn't a classic afford color. Film. Yeah. And this is actually the first photo. It's a photo of Luann, Sonia, and Ramona. That's actually appealing for all of them. All Usually, of
1: them. Sonia looks great.
0: Sonia looks great. Usually, these photos are um, horrible, and yeah. everyone looks terrible except for Ramona. So maybe this is Ramona's charitable donation. Is
1: page She's eighty-five? She's like, I'm doing of,
0: something good. She is doing something good. She actually maybe looks the worst of the three. She does.
1: That's her older
0: look, though. Maybe the editor put this in, or whoever actually wrote this for her, Um, whoever wrote Aviva's book. Okay, here is a little excerpt from Life on the Ramona Coaster. I think that what happened between them was that Jill was resentful that Bravo had offered Bethany her own show. We all knew it was happening. I remember the plan was for her to film season three with us, and then she would start filming her spinoff. Maybe Jill thought it should be the quote-unquote Jill Jill and Bethany show Mm. or that she should have gotten her own show. But I remember her calling me up at my office and asking me not to film with Bethany. I said to her, why would you want to hurt her that way? You know she's on her own and has to support herself. You have a husband. I'm set financially. Why would you stand in her way? I think she felt that Bethany was riding our coattails and she was jealous that she would have success on her own. Alex and I confronted her about this during the reunion episode. At first, Jill denied she had done this, but eventually she did admit it. I think Jill is the type of person that if you have something she doesn't have, instead of wishing you well, she feels slighted that she's not part of it. That's just her personality. Although it's often riled me up over the years, I've learned to accept her for who she is. Guys, that's literally Whoa. me opening a random page. Whoa! I have Becoming by Michelle Obama. Haven't started reading it. Rebecca Traister's new book, okay. Good and <laughs> Mad. Haven't started reading you gotta it. You got to
1: start with the classics first. You got to work your way to up. to start yeah.
0: with what is most yeah. important to our society. And that is
1: quite a small, and small And it is a book, book
0: that is at least yeah. five years old who is it dedicated to probably herself and i right? think that was a good choice oh let's look at the dedication page this book is dedicated to my daughter avery i'm truly blessed to have you in my life my mother taught me that gave me the gift of faith and you are my strength and inspiration you've been so supportive of me through this trying time never in my wildest dreams did i imagine having a daughter as wonderful as you the love i have for you is beyond comprehension okay that's lovely beyond comprehension whatever you love or whatever I she, I she did not write that <laughs> Just like she did not write this book that was published in 2015. Oh. That recent, so much has happened. Her very first introduction chapter is a work in progress.
1: Oh, Lord. Oh, so is this a memoir or a book of essays or um, just I her thoughts, straight thoughts?
0: I think it's probably straight thoughts mm-hmm. mixed with a more serious turtle time. Ah, uh, like okay. it's on it's, it's turtle time, but it's also like... Get real
1: o'clock. I
0: think Ramona's trying to, Ayanna, fix the conception of her own
1: life. Mm, She's trying to rewrite history and give everyone her idea of what's happened.
0: Listen, it's just a new beginning put to paper at the end of the day. And I'm so appreciative. I hope there's a lot about her skincare line that may or may not exist. I mean, the back page, Life on the Ramona Coaster, is a candid behind-the-scenes glimpse into the emotional... dynamic and often entertaining not always often, entertaining. often often that's some shade she was probably a super dick to remember this entertaining life of Ramona singer the spunky tell it like it is reality star whose unfiltered personality viewers have adored through seven seasons of the real housewives of New York City in this alternative wait alternately <laughs> can't talk heart-wrenching and hilarious memoir Ramona memoir. offers readers a look at her dysfunctional childhood her parents abusive relationship her in inspiring journey of renewal and opens up for the first time about the events surrounding the tragic collapse of her 20-year marriage never before have her fans seen her so raw introspective and honest Guys, this is the
1: thinnest memoir i've seen in my entire life it
0: is triple spaced it is 16 font like i am shocked I'm shocked. I am shocked and grateful. Pages take up at least half a page. They are all black and white. There are no glossy
1: pages. If my memoir at 50-something is that slim, I will ask for a redo of my life.
0: Honestly, me discussing an hour of my day... Takes more than that. Takes more than this. Which, you know... It's just a very small book. I can't get over it for a memoir. If you know, oh my God, the back page, her biography, her businesses include True Renewal Skincare, True Faith Jewelry. Is that still a thing? Ramona Singer Collections on Amazon. What? What? (laughs) Ramona Singer Jewelry for HSN and most recently Ramona Pinogrigio and Ramona Merlot. Her entrepreneurial skills have received praise from media industry giants such as Women's Wear Daily, Fox Business, and People. She currently resides in New York City with her dog Coco. What? The the gift, the gift that this book is. You guys, it's worth
1: oh God. ten dollars, but it's also worth so much more. This is a a classic item. Who knows if they'll continue printing them too? You got to buy it up.
0: I I don't know that they will. Did they get through a first printing? Is this a limited edition? It but they didn't be. know it
1: would be limited. One hundred fifty copies, maybe. I mean. I don't know. Wow.
0: I don't know. Michael Rappaport, by the way, is who I was thinking of before the oh. Michael. Oh. I wonder if Michael Rappaport has read this. He probably has. Illustrious yeah. film. I don't know if he reads. Um, <laughs> but I he does. He he reads Housewives. He does, and he that. wrote a book. Did he? Yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah. I like him. I don't. I know he said some stuff mm-hmm. that's not great, and I don't like the way he speaks to Atlanta Housewives. Yeah. Yeah. But um. I appreciate his passion, even mm. if um, I don't always agree with it. Is what I will say about that. Um, Mariah Smith, anything that we didn't cover on this 700-hour episode of Andy Girls? I think we, I think covered, we covered everything. everything. Guys, thank goodness. Thank goodness. I just have to say, you know, we'll get more into Jersey next week, but I hope that you can tell by my enthusiasm that it was a banner episode. You know, none other than Greggy Bennett. Post Greg Bennett posted on Twitter. Danielle is the female Dirty
1: John. Oh, God, I saw that. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Has anything ever been more true? Wow.
1: Wow. Than that tweet? That's a statement right there. That
0: is a statement on record. Oh, God. And it is.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. It's
0: real. It's everybody knows. And Teresa's like, maybe she should go wash herself. Like, Teresa's out, out, out to lunch. It's. It was a really good episode and we'll get to re- we'll get to when we cover reunion part one which is hopefully when dolores gets some serious screen time because it has been lacking mariah smith tell us where we can follow you on everything you can follow
1: me on instagram uh at mariah 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 or on twitter at m-r-i-a-h just mariah without the first a phenomenal easy
0: peasy you know what i like to keep it simple amen guys um tweet me at sarah galley instagram me which is where i post 99 percent of my communications throughout mm-hmm. um, the day including work related Just because what we like yeah. i just yeah. put it as an insta story um at dame galley if you haven't done already please subscribe to andy's girls you know i hear so much from you that you love the show and i love delivering the show and the way to keep those gifts coming our own little galentine's day is if y'all subscribe actually write a review make it five stars yes if it's anything less than five stars maybe don't do it rethink it it's five the options are five stars or five stars Yes. so choose one or the other i'll be thrilled with both and then write like a (laughs) seven to 900 word essay about why you love the show guys i want to hear your thoughts um reach out let us know I'm gonna post photos of the Galentine's Day card on Instagram because I think y'all are gonna love it it is crazy um and it was such a pleasure to kiki with you thank you so much for having me thank you so much for being here I can't wait to talk to you again soon and obviously you need to be back with New York yes, yes. coming oh, and Beverly wait. Hills continuing and you know as the episodes happen. A listener responded at one point, and was like, "You know, I haven't decided whose side I'm on because it's too soon." And yes, it's never too soon it to, never, have, an yeah, opi- to yeah. have an opinion. But I am excited to have you back
1: on as the episodes keep coming. I'm interested to see how my how my opinions will change. Ditto. How I'm not evolve. thinking they will. I still think I'll always be Team LVP.
0: But I appreciate that, and yeah. I think it's good to get a different opinion hey. out there um, and in here on the. That's what we couch. like we like
1: diversity. We do That's like what diversity, we stay on, yeah. <laughs> we
0: die for diversity. Um guys, so loved kikiing with you. Um hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day. Listeners are my Valentine. Oh, so sweet. Okay, we you review. Okay, bye guys. Can't wait to kiki with you again next week. Bye.